Somebody say, praise God. I go to the rock. Amen. You can be seated for a moment. It's good to be here on a Sunday morning, on a beautiful Sunday morning. It's good to have our friends and our family here today. It's good to know that we are not alone in this world of darkness, world of trouble, in a world where it seems like everything that can go wrong is going wrong right now. There's the threat of war with Russia. There is all kinds of calamity going on. There's some warning of famine, food shortages, and all manner of just horrible things. It's good to know in the midst of that, we have a rock. Amen. We have a rock. Somebody say, praise God. I don't know how people live without Jesus in their life. I don't, I don't want to live without being able to easily say, Jesus, I love you today. God, you're my helper. You're my keeper. Come on, somebody. Somebody going to help me preach today? Hallelujah. You are not alone. Amen, amen. Thank you, Becky. Amen. Amen. My, my sweet wife, of a, coming up in July of 30 years. Amen. She has been my, she been, she's been playing the soundtrack of my life, and I love her very much. Amen. Amen. I love her. I treasure her. Amen. She is the best decision I ever made in my life. I'm not sure what she thinks about her sometimes. <laughs> but I do love her greatly. Amen. She has uh, just stood up and did whatever needed to be done as ministry has its demands. And I so much value her, treasure her. She has been uh, a tremendous mother to my sons. And uh, now that they're about all grown up, I'm so glad we still like each other because we're going to be stuck with one another. Hallelujah. So you better, better love us. Amen. Love her, and I do love her very much. And uh, I don't say that enough. Sometimes I give her a hard time from up here. But I, today's the day. I'm going to be nice. I, have, I don't have to do it again for another year. Hallelujah. Amen. Just kidding. God is good, isn't he? so good. So good. We neglected to mention it last Sunday, but uh, Brother Jacob and Sister Megan got engaged while they were in, were in Hawaii, and that's so sweet. So happy for them. Uh, nothing like being with the one you love. And I'm so thankful for that. I really do feel the presence of the Lord here. got here today I, I was got here pretty early so I had so much I needed to take care of Nate carries such a load joyfully and uh, I, I, so there's every, a lot of things he does I had to make sure got done and uh, lady that keeps our church clean didn't clean the church today and it looked pretty bad trash didn't need to be taken out the windows looked like they had been covered with a pollen storm or bugs all over so I had more to do and in the midst of just just 
being in the house of the Lord. I thought, there's no place I'd rather be than in the house of the Lord. Amen. Yeah, there's a joy serving Jesus. And I'm so glad that the Lord's given me a chance to serve you as your pastor and uh, as your friend and as your prayer partner. <clears throat> Stand with me. Let's love Jesus together. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Can you read me read that with me with fervency? For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Read it with me again. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And the church said, Amen. Can we give him praise? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You can be seated. Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 15. Wherefore I also, this is Paul writing to the church. He is making known to them what he is praying for them about. He says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. What's he praying about? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness? I want you to know what is the exceeding greatness of His power to usward who believe. Woo! Somebody ought to run around this building. I want you to know the exceeding greatness of His power to usward who believe. I'm going to run myself if somebody don't get up and run around here for a minute. Somebody. Come on, Brother Noah. I, I want you to know. Thank you, Brother Noah. I, with the exceeding greatness of His power to usward who believe. His power is not for everyone. It's to those who believe according to His working of His mighty power which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His right hand in the heavenly places 
far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in the world but also into that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things of the church which is his body the fullness of him that filleth what's it say the fullness of him that filleth all in all for my title today is the knowledge of the glory the knowledge of the glory I read this first scripture and it really kind of brought into focus what I feel like the Lord dropped in my heart I was meditating on a verse and as I meditated on a verse during the day in the middle of I think Friday night Saturday morning I woke up Amen. And I had a couple of these verses just seem to connect like a like a piece of the puzzle connected together. And I knew it was for the message this morning. And I didn't get up. I just pulled up my phone. Hallelujah. I didn't have to get a pen and a piece of paper. That would have been harder. Just pulled up my phone, pulled up my notes, and I typed in. Amen. A few of these verses. Amen. The knowledge of the glory knowledge of the glory it's not just that God has glory but that we would have the knowledge of the glory of God that's what the prophetic scripture says the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea you've heard the saying knowledge is power can I tell you that when we get a glimpse into the majesty and the power and the glory of God. Amen. It opens up a world of possibilities. It removes away the boundaries of doubt. It causes us to see what God can do. There is no telling what God will do if we'll believe. There is no person he cannot reach. There's no wall that cannot fall. There's no demon that cannot be bound. There's no addiction that cannot be broken. I'm telling you today, I'm declaring before you today that if God could just give us a glimpse into the glory of God, there is no limit to what God can do in your life. Amen. The kingdom of God is likened to a seed. God gives to every man the measure of faith. God is no respecter of persons, neither indeed can be. He, he doesn't judge us based on the, the, the shade of melanin that's in our skin. He doesn't judge us based on the last name that we carry around. He doesn't look at the certificates that are hanging on our wall. He doesn't judge us based on the car that we came to church in. He is no respecter of person, but He is a respecter of faith. What do you mean faith? Everybody's got faith. But God has given to us the measure of faith. What is the measure? It is a seed. The kingdom of God is likened to a seed. Everyone begins at level ground with God. Amen. No doubt we are blessed because maybe we were blessed to have some good righteous people and our parents and our grandparents and great-grandparents. No doubt we have some benefit of situations that are in our life. But, but we all start out fresh. Amen. I, I don't inherit 
as salvation. I can't ride in on my grandma's uh, 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 dress, yeah, coattail. I, I, I'm going to have to stand before God for myself and give an account for the words I say, the deeds I do, the values I have. I have to give an account. We shall all stand before the judgment seat knowledge of the glory in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1 uh, the Bible tells us this prophet tells us something about what happened a year in his life in the year that King Uzziah died amen Uzziah was a good king Uh, uh, there weren't many in this time most of the kings between Judah and Israel were bad kings They continued in the sins of their father. They continued in the sin of Jeroboam. There were very few good kings, but Uzziah was a good king. Amen. And when you got a good king, a good leader, there's something good. The Bible says it blesses the nation when you got a good king. And and, and something happened. Uzziah died. The good king died. And there was a time of, of... uncertainty, a time of turmoil, a time of sadness, a time of mourning. And in this dark time, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also. That's not all that happened. (laughs) I wasn't just going through a trial. I didn't just lose my job. Amen. I didn't just come out of sickness. Come on, somebody. I didn't just realize I didn't have no money. But while all this trouble was going on, I also saw the Lord high and lifted up. And His train, whoo, His train filled the temple. Now, some of you may be familiar, but for those that do not, it's understood that in this, this setting, the kings, they would take the, the, the train of the kings they defeated and they would add it to their own train. So if a king defeated a kingdom, amen, they would take that king's robe and they would add it to the train of the victorious king. And this king, the Lord, the king of kings, he said, I saw the Lord and his train filled the whole temple. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And his train filled the temple. I saw him high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. You've seen the bride's train. Amen. Somebody, one of the handmade, handmade, bridesmaid. Amen. We'll pull it out and make it look real pretty for pictures. We're not talking about a bride. We're talking about a king. His train filled the temple. That's not all that all. I, above it stood seraphims. Each one had six wings. And twain he covered his face. And with twain he covered his feet. And twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, 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 the Lord of hosts, the whole earth. The whole earth is full of his glory. Do you know that was true when Uzziah died? That was true when the evil kings reigned. Amen. The whole earth is full of his glory, whether you know it or not. 
is the whole earth is full of his glory whether you had a bad day or not the whole earth is full of the glory of God but as, as, as Paul said oh that God would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that God would open the eyes of your understanding that you may know the hope of his calling and what the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe I'm telling you today, it's not that God needs to be bigger. It's not that God needs to be greater. We just need to position ourselves to see the Lord high and lifted up and let His train fill the temple. Amen. I, I truly believe that God hears the prayer of simple people. You don't have to, you don't need a theology degree. You don't need to be able to read forward in Greek and read backwards in Hebrew. You don't need to have some multilingual gift of tongues. But I'm telling you, if we could just see that the Lord is Lord over every circumstance. He's the king over every king. He's the healer of over every disease. He is the, he's my God. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. The knowledge, the glory of God. In Matthew chapter 9, very familiar setting. Amen. And behold, verse 9 and verse 20, Behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem. Everybody say the hem. Just the edge of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Amen. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole that, that hour. Amen. How did she know about Jesus? I've said this. It's one of my favorite things I've discovered in Scripture. I know it's not unique to me but it just is a glorious thing to me. It was the demoniac from Gadara who, who lived in the caves, who they chained with chains and he would break them. He was, a, he was a crazy lunatic. And the Lord came walking on the shores of Gadara. And that man who was so bound by the devil, he could not get free. But the devils couldn't keep him from falling on the ground and worshiping God. And in that position and posture, I believe of desperation. Finally, someone has showed up. Amen. The doctor couldn't help me. The psychiatrist couldn't help me. But here is Jesus. And Jesus said to those demons, Be gone! And they were gone. And the Bible says that the man was clothed and in his right mind. And he said, Jesus, I'm going where you're going. I want to be a part of the crusade of Jesus. Jesus said, no, you've got to stay here. You stay here. And the next time Jesus came to where the demoniac lived, it was there in this same general vicinity where this woman lived. And the, the demoniac was a living testimony. Look what Jesus did for him. And so when Jesus came, Jesus was a little more famous 
because somebody had been touched by the miracle power of God and she said within herself if I could just if I could just touch the hem of his garment you know the reason why more people don't get more from God is they don't have any desperation they lack the hunger they lack the focus they lack the knowledge to know that God can make a difference in their life and I'm talking to you about the knowledge of the glory of the Lord the Bible says it will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea how's that going to happen? i got to tell somebody about what Jesus did for me for some it may be when you got baptized for others it may be when you got the Holy Ghost for some it be when the, the Lord helped your marriage some it be when the Lord delivered you from drugs I don't know what your testimony is but everybody has a story to tell everybody has a light to shine everybody's got a little salt in your shaker and God can use you to be yet a, another, another waypoint in their journey where God could bring them to a crossroads of salvation all will not be saved though Jesus died for them all the other day I was in a conversation with neighboring pastors I, I don't go every week but almost almost every week and uh, you know everybody doesn't know the truth even preachers, there's a lot of preachers that don't know the truth they believe what they learned at seminary and a lot of people learn things that the Bible don't say they learn what Calvin said or Luther said or the Catholic Church said what mama said, daddy said, pastor Bob said and a lot of times people like that say things that aren't in the Bible or they outright disagree with the Bible it's a tragedy one of them said well I know that everybody that Jesus shed his blood for is going to be saved started at my toes but I suppose wisdom went out and I bit my tongue and prayed for an opportunity to be able to discuss that in a non-controversial way. I'll pray with them this week. But there are people that really believe that Jesus didn't die for everyone. Balderdash. I'm trying to think of another word. That's, that's nuts. But Jesus said in his treatise to Nicodemus, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that, 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 that what? whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life and yet we have preachers that don't believe what Jesus said we have honest hearted sincere people that believe what the preacher said but let me make it clear in your mind if you've got breath in your body and you're a human living being and you're a man or a woman or whatever you think you are I'm telling you today God shed his blood that you could be saved that you could be saved that you could have peace that you could be delivered I'm declaring to you the knowledge of the glory of God and that woman she never met Jesus but she had seen what Jesus did for someone else. Amen. I am almost done. Man, I might get, if 
I preach too short, we are in competition with the Methodists. I'd have to wait longer, so maybe I should preach longer. Come on, somebody. Everybody say edges. Everything that is visible, all you see is the edges. This pulpit, all you see is the edges. You're looking at me today, and all you see is the edges. My epidermis, that's all you see. You don't see my brain, and maybe you wonder if there's one in there. You don't see my brain. You don't see my heart. You don't see my lungs. You don't see my spleen. If you were looking, I don't have my gallbladder. I was delivered one day when the gallbladder got in the way. Hallelujah. All you see is my edges. But it is the edges in which we interact. Brother Jason and I talk. I'm looking at his edges. He's looking at my edges. And, and when we perceive God, we don't perceive God in all of his fullness. We only see his edges. The edges of his ways are glorious. I'm telling you today, you just sometimes have to accept on simple faith. Accept on simple faith. The Bible says that God has chosen through the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Sometimes you just have to be willing to accept in faith. You may not understand it. Maybe you read it in the Word or, or you hear the preacher say, and you have to understand, you have to believe, you have to receive. God has a plan for this world and God is at work in the situations around us and even in years when good kings die even in years when the economy is down even in days when it seems like the world is falling apart and it seems like everything's going to hell in a handbasket, I want you to know we need to see that I also know that God is still on the throne. I also know that the thoughts that He has toward me are good and not evil. And I want you to stand together and if we together can raise our hands and just thank God for the edge that we're aware of. I believe in God. I worship God. I give you praise, God, because you have made this beautiful world and you have filled me with the precious Holy Ghost. And you, oh God, your ways are perfect. Amen. Your wisdom is high. And God, you are great. Thank you for the presence so that I feel in my life. Thank you, Lord God. I can clap my hands. Thank you, Lord God. I can stomp my feet. I thank you, Lord God. I got a song to sing. I thank you, oh God. You've been good. You've been mighty good to me. Hallelujah. 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 Can you just let something come from deep down in your soul? It might be even as loud as when your team wins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy of praise. He's worthy of honor. Can we all put our hands together and give the Lord?
more praise. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord. God, I pray for this congregation and for anyone that may hear this later. Oh God, open our eyes to see the possibility that you can work through me. Help me, oh God, to perceive your mighty power that worketh to usward who believe. Thank you, oh God, to teach us to pray big prayers. Oh God, that I could that I could truly believe that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above that which I, I ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Oh God, I ask you, Lord, to raise the dead. I ask you, Lord, to open the blind eyes. I ask you, Lord, to unstop the deaf ears. I ask you, Lord, to curse the cancer. I ask you, Lord, to put the the, the tendons back together. I ask you, Lord, to heal the nerves. I ask you, Lord, God, to release the pain. I ask you, in the name of Jesus, somebody needs to say in Jesus' name with me, we serve a miracle-working God. It's not even a miracle to God. It doesn't require Him to sweat. He doesn't have to put hyper-focus on it. God can do anything. Paul understood he's writing that Ephesians church and he understood they don't know they don't know what God can do they don't even have an idea they don't even have a glimpse of what is possible and he writes them and says I want the Lord to open your eyes I want the Lord to give you understanding in your heart that we serve a God. He created everything. The sun, the moon, and the stars. He spoke it into existence. He can do that. Is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything... The Bible says that if we pray anything according to His will, we can ask what we will, and it shall be done. And if you're praying for His will, you pray something that don't happen, you can just say, well, it must not be His will. Thank you, Jesus. Because I want your will more than my will. He said, sometimes you have not because you ask, not because you, you, sometimes because you ask amiss. I want God's will in my life. And every one of us go through times and seasons and situations, and what we've prayed for, it doesn't happen. 
Maybe it's not time. There's some things I pray for. I know it's going to happen. It just hadn't been time yet. Sometimes, country western song, sometimes the best things are, what is it? Unanswered prayers. I'm so glad the Lord hadn't given me everything I asked for. But you know, He's given me so much. I want you to say this with me. God wants what's best for my life. And if I could pray for His will, His will is good. His will is perfect. Not my will. we pray that for ourselves honestly and reservedly in humility oh God today pray out loud pray for yourself pray for your family God I pray for your will in my life God I want to be saved I want my children to be saved I want my church family to be saved and God I want your will in their life God close every door that would bring them to evil and harm Oh, God, stop every path that would take them away from you. God, I ask you today for your will and fullness would be done. In the name of Jesus, I want your will. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want us to pray. You can pray where you're at. You can pray up here. You can walk around. But can we just take a few minutes? I have finished preaching so much earlier than Brother BJ did last week. Amen. He preached forever. Hallelujah. I'm really just giving him a hard time. It's only 1148. Can we find a place and just pray, oh God, I want all that you have for me. Everybody find somewhere. God really is dealing with someone in 